Hey, this is Sarah. This is Mujib. And welcome to episode seven of Let's Get To It. We're going to talk about trust. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as always, you know, we've been talking about this probably for half an hour at least before we're starting this. So it's really awesome to get to it and to kind of dive into uh, our ideas around trust. Yeah, you know, just like if you guys are going to start working out, you've got to warm up the body. So um, Mujib and I have gotten pretty good at, <laughs> at these warm-up conversations where we feel like the conversation is flowing, synapses are firing, and, and we're ready to talk. So, yeah, you know, something that's been on my mind is is the importance of trust when it comes to relationships, and, and not just romantic relationships, but any working relationship or partnership and, and otherwise that you have in your life. And, and what role does trust play? play in a really positive, powerful relationship. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, like, is trust even one of the main things that we play into our relationships? You mm-hmm. know, it's something that we talked about last time with authenticity. Um, what, what, well, two times ago now with authenticity, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but um, what level do I need to open the doors up for somebody? Like how much in a basic relationship, like, how much do I need to trust this person? If I'm just going to get a bagel, sure, I need to trust that they're not going to do something bad to my food, but I don't need to trust them with my baby. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But if, if I'm dealing with somebody who is taking my child to go pick up a bagel, now I got to trust you a little bit more. So in, in what relationships and and in what ways do trusts, to, do the different levels of trust mm. play in? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a dynamic thing. And, and I even think about, you know, again, I'll sort of bring up the fact that some of you guys have commented how it seems like, you know, Mujib and I have known each other for a long time or we just sort of have this, you know, easygoing conversation. And, and you know, we have this trust between us that's sort of built up really quickly, I would say, um, even though this relationship, it actually took years in the making, which is kind of like that background story if you go back and listen to earlier episodes, which is my go-to to tell you guys that there are six episodes that y'all need to catch up on if you haven't, <laughs> episodes one through six. Um, but yeah, so I, one of the reasons why this relationship works and why this conversation flows so well and why we can really go into some deep avenues is there's this baseline trust that, you know, I trust that what I'm telling you that, you know, that you're accepting me or that, you know, I I can tell you this without judgment or without fear, um, just Mm -hmm. to throw in some of those words. And so, you know, that's part of why this relationship works well, I think. Right. I'd I'd say the same thing because, and also I wonder like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Like, Mm -hmm. do I trust you and then I go deep Mm -hmm. or do I trust you because we've gone deep? You know. That's a great question, and I and I think I think that builds on each other because you sort of test the waters. Like, okay, you know, I can think back before we before we hit record. You know, before we decide to do this podcast, I feel like, you know, we went there a little bit with a couple conversations, and it's like, oh, okay, he, you know, okay, he's still around, <laughs> right, <laughs> vice, right, vice right. versa. So I think there was a little bit of that toe dipping early on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which sort of allowed us like, okay, and now I'm going to, now I'm going to take it here. Okay. How's that person responding? So I think that trust is, it's super dynamic, you know, and you know, we have, you know, maybe we have yet to find out, is there a topic or is there something where Mm. one of us goes, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't found it yet, but we're going to record a lot more episodes. So we'll get there. That's actually something I was thinking about recently was like, I wonder if, at some point we could do an episode that was about 
in a, a, a topic that we don't actually see eye to eye on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what it's like to build a relationship when two people don't have the exact same standpoint on a specific issue, right? Um, we talk about that a lot in my household where, you know, one thing that makes our family so beautiful and dynamic is that we all don't think the same. Mm -hmm. we, we are actually the ability to trust that somebody who doesn't think the exact same way that I think is still going to be able to help me and help us all get to that same common goal and mm -hmm. place, you know, and for me, it's that's there's a faith that comes into that yeah. trust as well. So we can in this conversation kind of talk about the interplay between having faith in somebody mm -hmm. that they're going to continue to show up as the person that they presented to you the first time and then having a trust that 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 face that you're seeing is actually their real face and that it's not going to re reveal itself differently sometime. I love that you're going there because it's important to that it's not about just linking up and finding the people that agree with everything you have to say mm -hmm. because in that sense sometimes you can you can insulate yourself mm -hmm. with too many yes people or, or so many people that you know that are just gonna think the same way and and we need to continually be introducing people that challenge our view on the world and challenge our perspective and I'm sure there's plenty of things that we can have a really robust, right. exciting debate. I actually look forward to that because, because I think we have like good verbal sparring, mm. um, <laughs> and you know, and you get two really intelligent people that like to talk and mm. like to get on the mic, and 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 I think also, um, you know, I, I would say I think we're both good listeners, and I think that's part of it too. So, um, yeah, you know, I look forward, I look forward to that moment. Maybe we, maybe we figure that out today or, or another day but um but yeah those of you listening that especially now um you know don't just surround yourself with the people that are going to go oh yeah I see it that way too you're, yeah you're right you're right you know I would encourage you to look for people whether you can access them directly in your life or indirectly through reading different articles and books and listening to music and whatever else is going to challenge your perspective on the world because it's really really important because you can learn something and and disagreement that does that's not a negative i mean i know personally like with my partner like we disagree on a lot of things or we you know we verbally spar or have arguments and and knowing how to navigate that and still come together as a couple like that's one of the greatest tools I think anyone can can possess, you know, mm -hmm. because we trust each other. There right. is that trust. Right, right. Um, it makes me think about the time right now that we live in right now, where there are seemingly so many uh, divisive lines being drawn, mm -hmm. and how, you know, how especially. Well, I guess the best way for me to say this is how the difference of opinions work to create a dynamic situation. So if we look at a mosaic or something mm -hmm. like that, um, I said this in one of the earliest episodes, like if I take the many things that make us individuals and put them together, we can create something that is beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and this world is just that. It's, mm -hmm. the, it's the coming together of all of these different mind frames. It's these different religions. These people don't eat pork at all. These people mm -hmm. love eating pork. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't make them inherently different as individuals. It actually is just a difference in the way that they're both experiencing the same human existence. Right. Your human existence incorporates prosciutto. My yeah. human existence 
doesn't. I eat pastrami instead. Yeah. But at the same time, we both can kind of like come together with our differences and make a spread, if you will, if right. I'll continue that metaphor. Right. And, and also kind of, you know, where these lines are drawn, it's like if you're questioning the worth of either of our lives, like that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Not whether or not like you believe in school choice or not. Right. Like that's up for debate. Right. I'm willing to debate you on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to debate somebody on whether or not your life matters, for example. Right. right? right. So there are some of these hard lines. It's like, no, when it comes down to like pure humanity, human rights, like, fuck you. I'm not debating that. Right, right. But OK, I mean, yeah, we can you know, we can debate like until the cows come home, like who's the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's, it's also right. just kind of knowing those things is really, really important. So, and I think a lot of people are having to draw those lines in their life. And and when it does come down to trust, where, you know, trust is so important because when it's, when it's broken, I mean, that's a gut punch. It can Mm. be absolutely devastating. And for some people, you know, there are ways back in. And for some people, there are no ways back in. You're kind of like, no, you, fuck with me you're done Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and and you know no judgment on you know (laughs) anybody else's experience or where you know where that line is for them like when you know when that trust has been broken but I think that's important too and that's I think something that we've all dealt with Mm -hmm. yeah I try to think about in my own lifetime if there have been times where somebody has broken that trust and I've like cut them off Mm -hmm. you know um I think in my life I've been, I've always been a person who like, there is a certain line that you can cross, mm-hmm. you know, and then with you cross the line, then I can't let you back into this space because mm-hmm. it's going to put everything else in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's an interesting thought to think about, like, are there times when, when somebody can break your trust in such a way that you just can't have anything to do with that person anymore or that relationship is devastated and they can never come back, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, something I've talked about with Mujib and something that I've talked about in some other, you know, formats and speaking engagements, um, I I really like to be transparent with people on this sort of journey of of success or this journey of becoming that it's not always, um, the great things are not always happening. Like often there's great failure and and setbacks and um, on this path to success or whatever we deem that for ourselves. And so, you know, kind of early on in, in, in my experience as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, um, I entered into a, a, a terrible <laughs> business partnership. I mean, it was just bad. Um, and uh, I, I, looking back, it's almost like I can't believe, I can't believe I did that. Mm. But I'm glad I did. Um, I ended up selling 50% of my business, half of my company, um, to a person I really didn't know. Um, and so some of you are probably going, how does one do that? It's a long story. It's too long a story for this format. Um, but I will say that, you know, my intuition was off, didn't do my due diligence. Um, you know, I got into some, you know, I made a mistake, but it was one of the greatest learning experiences of my life where, um, you know, I, I just, I gained a lot of knowledge. I, I, st- I was able to step into my power if we're to sort of revisit some of the themes that we've talked about. Um, I had that trust broken. Um, this person is no longer in my life. Um, 
and you know and would not let back into my life so so to speak to that I do have you know a person that <laughs> holds that mm. <laughs> at championship ring <laughs> um and and you know it's 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 fine and and I, I was saying to Mujib earlier I don't I don't sit here and wish that that didn't happen mm. I am thankful as difficult as the experience was um I do not regret it, and I and I am thankful that it helped make me the person that I am today. And thankfully, it didn't irrevocab- irrevocably disrupt my ability to trust people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some folks will experience a deep, deep violation of trust, whether it's within family or partner or otherwise, and it can really make it difficult to trust people again and I can completely empathize with that if if you're in a place where you're like you know what that's been torn down and it's going to take a really long time to be able to to trust again um that shit is real um you know I'm very thankful that you know I definitely now I'm you know my spidey sense is up I learned something you know a lot from it but it didn't it didn't take away my ability to still trust other people or to see the good to still know that there are altruistic people there are people that you do want to collaborate and connect and partner with not everybody's out to get you kind of mentality um but yeah trust is just a very valuable thing and um it's dynamic Mm. it makes me think about how our experience can like our various experiences can help to define the archetypes that we will come across in our life right and how like you said, you know, you, you wouldn't take that experience away from yourself, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that you had this relationship that turned south and proved itself to not be a trustworthy relationship, yeah. but you wouldn't take that away from your experience. You would always, you use that as a, as a, a meter or however you would use it. Um, it makes me realize that that archetype has to be drawn just as much as the archetype for the people that we're going to trust or the people that we're going to love or the people that are good business people mm-hmm. or good business partners or colleagues or any other relationship that we're going to get into. Like, I have to be able to define, mm. maybe not everybody has to be able to, but, you know, if, if somebody's going to burn me, mm-hmm. then they're going to show me the archetype of this is what it looks like when somebody's about to burn you, yeah. you know? And we have those hindsight moments. Like, I have... A relationship that went so far south that had lasted for so long and and in in the years that it followed it falling apart I get to see all the signs actually that showed that it was gonna especially now like in 2020 where everything about racism and the and the kind of like covert ways that racism bleeds into people's relationships so and so forth it's so evident Mm -hmm. that this person was always kind of being the 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 type of person that I don't want to be around. You right. know, they'd always shown me sides of themselves that were that were going to eventually prove that this is how they were going to treat me in the end. Right. You know what I mean? But in that moment, like you say, you know, the spider sense or the intuition is slightly off. Mm-hmm. Where, for whatever reason, I'm so caught up in the now mm-hmm. of this relationship, of this thing that we're doing, that I can't see that this person is shitting on me in all the ways that somebody who shits on somebody in the end is actually going to treat them. You yeah. know, We think like, well, maybe I'm listening to this person down talk this other person, but they could never possibly down talk me like that. 
Right. I'm on the inside of the right. circle. I, I, I couldn't possibly ever be the, the person that they're taking advantage of. They're taking advantage of these other people that they're telling me about. But in reality, if you're going to tell me about these other people that you're taking advantage of, then most likely you're going to take advantage of me if you're not already taking advantage sure of me. Sure as shit. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. so relate to that. I can and so relate to that. for me as a listener, like for, 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 to give some advice to the listener is – if the, if the intuition isn't there, if the spidey sense isn't there, then judge it by something else, right? Mm-hmm. So I have, there's a whole slew of people that when my father was alive, I'd never introduce him to them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like I just never wanted to invite him around. I never wanted to bring them to him. But my father was a very shrewd person who would call bullshit as soon as he saw it. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I realized he'd have called them out event- immediately. Yeah. And he'd have called me out for even giving them my time a day. Yeah. Right? And in hindsight, I knew that. Absolutely. And I never brought them around him because I didn't want him to shatter my worldview. And when it comes to trust and when it comes to mm-hmm. being wow. in these destructive or, or these, these relationships that aren't actually portraying our highest selves or aren't bringing us out, you know, we've created the, the vessel that we're in. And even if it's not the best vessel in the world, I, I'm still, it's my reality. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shatter it. I don't want to mm-hmm. rip the floor out from underneath myself and decide like this house is built on a shitty foundation. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's going to fall eventually. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, I don't know, maybe at some point down the line, you're going to realize, man, it didn't really have to be that way in the first place. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. That is like, oh, wow. So much is coming up for me when you, when you talk that way and talk about that and how sometimes, like, and this is how sometimes we can isolate ourselves from the people that are actually the best for us Mm -hmm. like when you talk about shattering that worldview right if you have yourself so convinced or you just kind of you don't want to believe it like I remember when I was in it for a little bit with this particular person this business partner I'm like no man like it's this can't be the way it is or I couldn't have been that stupid or short-sighted or you know whatever however I talked down to myself at the time right and so I was definitely doing a little bit of like, okay, I'm not going to call up that person. I'm not going to introduce the person that is going to call bullshit that's going to be like, Sarah, what are you like? What are you doing? Mm. Because I wasn't ready to face it. But it was there all along. Right. I can, can completely agree. You know, it definitely affected certain other relationships in my life. How could it not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, too, when I started to step back and see, you know, how is this person treating other people? How is he talking about other people? Well he doesn't respect me you know he doesn't Mm. he doesn't respect women period um you know whatever but um but yeah when you when you can start to see that it's like no i'm not i'm not different i'm not special right 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 um and and then that's kind of where i no, you just got something yeah, just I mean, came it's to because you. it's so mind blowing. Like if yeah. a person is going to shit on somebody else in front of you, they will shit on you too. Yeah. And like I don't want to be able to 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 put it that point blankly for myself. Yeah. Because you know, as as again, listeners, <laughs> you all are flies on the wall right now. Like yeah. we are having a conversation between the two of us, and you're invited into that conversation. Mm-hmm. So at the same time that 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 you're saying the things that you're saying to me, Sarah, I'm like, it, I, I have to say it just like that, because that to me is, I live by that rule. If you're going to mm-hmm. shit on somebody in front of me, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to shit on me too eventually. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like, if you have an opinion about somebody or want to like, 
you know, talk a little bit of vent and vent about somebody, that's one thing. Right. But like if somebody turns a corner and you've got some sly shit to say to me about that person as soon as I get around the corner that I, and then I see you see them the next time and you don't give them that same energy, then I, I can't, I'll, I don't think me personally with my trust and the way that it's been broken or built up, I can't in my right mind let my spidey sense go off again mm -hmm. and say like if this person is talking that much shit about somebody who they think that person thinks that this person has a certain emotion for them, mm -hmm. then that might, I might not be exempt from that, mm -hmm. you know? And it at least let it let you look at that person a little bit closer, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. screw, be a little bit more, more, more shrewd. Yeah. You know? It's making me think of a very important movie called Mean Girls mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with Lindsay Lohan, but it, in not so dissimilar fashion, it's like this group of mean girls, like they were all talking shit about each other and turning on each other and no, nobody was exempt. Like it's just, I, I just, I think that's a very important thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it matters because, you know, and, and the things that people say and how people treat other people like behind closed doors, mm -hmm. right? You know, the things people say when they don't think anybody's listening, when they don't think there's a microphone in front of them, um, you know, that speaks to integrity and sometimes that speaks to like the heart of somebody's worldview. And, you know, if you happen to be in a situation where you are witness to that, it's like, I don't, for me, that's like a gut check. If I'm like, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't seem right. Like, you know, I'm going to, start to figure out how I can cut this person out of my life because that's not the kind of energy that I want to be around. That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's dismantling my, the way maybe I thought about this person or the trust that I had with that person. And, and I think right now it's just, it's very salient. I think a lot of us, no matter who you are, are experiencing like this, these kinds of feelings or these kinds of conversations or, you know, it's like Facebook is an interesting place right now, but you know, you always has been, but um, you know, learning a lot about uh, people are starting to come out of the woodwork with some opinions and things and, and saying some shit and doing some things that you're like, whoa. Right. Um, and, you know, everyone's going to take that differently, and, but, like, maybe p pull it close to you and you have an example of it and you've got some decisions to make. Mm -hmm. You know, do you trust this person? Um, you know, would you trust this person with you know, your finances, with your friend, with your, you know, with your feelings, with your, you come for, to them for, for support, like, um, yeah, I can't think enough about just, you know, just trust being so important, and, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about, too, and we've touched on it a little bit, is how does that intuition factor um, into decisions, those kind of, like, that trust building, and, and if the intuition meter is off, you know, can we rely on life experience? You know, how do those two things dovetail when we're trying to sort of figure things out? Because definitely sometimes the, the intuition can be off for a number of reasons. Right, right. Um, I always think to myself, like, there are these multiple types of sight, right? Mm. And, and when I say it, it's going to sound pretty basic, too. Like, I have my foresight, mm -hmm. I have my insight, and I have my hindsight, mm -hmm. right? So I have my ability to, to see something coming down the line. Yep. I have my ability to process something as it's happening. And then I have my ability to look back on something and, mm. and, and take away from that, right? Extrapolate what I can from it. Um, I love that. Write that down, everybody. <laughs> foresight, insight, hindsight. Right. Okay. So for me, you know, when it comes to things like intuition, I can apply those three sights, excuse me, I can apply those 
those three sites to that. Mm -hmm. You know, I can say to myself, you know, what am I, what do I feel like I'm seeing here? Mm -hmm. How can I think two steps ahead of what's about to happen? Right. Um, even if it's like I'm getting into this relationship with this person, uh, business, business relationship with this person, how can I look ahead and see like, what's this person going to do if shit goes bad? Mm. What's this person going to, how is this person going to react if I make a big mistake? You know, like, if, let me, let me try to paint the picture a little bit more for myself. Let me give myself that opportunity to interact with my foresight. Mm. And then once we're in that relationship, what's my insight right now? Like, what am I seeing? Uh, how can I look a little bit deeper into this situation? And then again, with my hindsight, like we got into it, we got into an argument. What am I seeing when that argument happened? How did that actually make me feel? And we can use those things to kind of like feed our intuition a little bit more because our, the whole time my intuition's trying to tell me that's off, man. Like you weren't like this before, or you've never, you wouldn't accept this from anybody else. Or, you know, for me, it was the big one was like, I would never let somebody say that in front of my grandmother, mm -hmm. you know? So like, if you're going to say that to me and I wouldn't let you say it to my grandma, then maybe that's, maybe you're not actually the type of person. Like if I don't want you around my father or my grandmother or my mom for that matter, being the whole version of you who you're showing me, mm -hmm maybe the, my intuition's telling me the right thing mm -hmm. that you're going to present yourself at some point as the type of person that I don't want to be around like mm -hmm. if I don't want to be around you in my most sacred situations mm -hmm. am I really supposed to be around you maybe mm -hmm. my intuition's telling me something different and I'm speaking from experience right now because yeah. if I don't want you if I don't want your whole self who you're showing me when nobody else is around if I don't want that around the people that I hold the dearest to my heart mm -hmm. then maybe no, I'll say definitely. <laughs> you're not the type of person that I'm going to invest any more of my energy into. Right. You know, right. Because it, I can't trust you. Right. You know. Yeah. In that way. This has me. This has me thinking. Um, you know, right now we've kind of been encircling this notion that people are breaking our trust, mm. and I would love to go into the arena of have you ever been on the flip side mm. where you've been the breaker of someone else's trust mm -hmm. and either how you came back from that or is that, you know, right. you know, cause right. that's like, Oh, we're talking a lot about, Oh yeah, they're breaking my trust. Well, I love this because <laughs> it's like, if I can put myself, if I can use the same exact example that I'm using right now, as mm -hmm. far as the relationship mm -hmm. and I can put myself in the shoes of the other person, mm -hmm. I see somebody whose trust I broke as well. Right. I see somebody who didn't, they're not privy to my internal dialogue. They're, they're not privy to the, the personal growth that we've talked about in every episode so far. Yeah. So they don't see when I decide I got to go in this direction. They don't see all the inner workings. All they see is somebody who someday just decided they couldn't be with me anymore. Mm -hmm. And why? Mm -hmm. You know, they, they showed me we were together before. I was showing them my full self and they were totally fine with it before. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, I'm the asshole, mm -hmm. and they're off in, in some new place. So I've definitely been the type of person who has broken the trust of somebody mm -hmm. else in deeming that it's the best thing for me mm -hmm. in that situation. But also in those situations, having the what I would deem to be the foresight, or at least the forethought, to see also that it's probably going to be the best thing for that person as well. Mm -hmm. Right? So like... If we keep on going this way and I'm perpetuating this untrustworthy person that you are, then it's not going to 
give you an opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. right? We're now just in this cycle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I think that that also experience plays into that because if you could have put the current version of Mujib, the current iteration of me into that same situation, then I might have handled it much differently mm-hmm. with the experience and with what I've been able to take away from it, the hindsight that I've been able to have. Mm-hmm. Um, would I change it? No, I'd never give that experience up. I need it to go forward in my life. Right. But would I, would I, in that hindsight, could I have acted differently? Could I have, could I have preserved this person's trust in such a way that it didn't destroy what we had prior? Mm. That, you know, that's up for debate. Because yeah. for me, if it, if it destroyed, then it wasn't really that strong to begin with. Mm. I always tell, I tell people this all the time, the people that are closest to me, if it can go in one breath from I love you to fuck you, mm-hmm. we, you never loved me in the first place. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. we hear a lot of like, you're like my brother, you're like my sister. I have a brother and a sister. I cannot see my brother for years and years. And when I come back to him, he's still my brother. Right. You know, so there's no, there's mm-hmm. no like a. It's like, if we're family, we're family. Mm-hmm. And that means that we argue, we love, we do all the different things, but we accept each other mm-hmm. for who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, yeah, I, I have been the mm-hmm. culprit in that situation yeah. where, you know, I have broken somebody else's trust and it is, it is irreparable mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. We can never go back to what we were before, right. you know? Yeah. And with that said, maybe it's just me as a person but i never want to go back there in the first place because it wasn't bringing either of our higher selves forward right you know yeah yeah how about you have you had those instances where where somebody's trust in you was was thrown off or lost yeah and i can think of a couple of examples one a childhood example um where it was a little bit sneaky, but um, it served its purpose. But I, I remember, this is like a salient memory for me. Speaking of the term memory, my father and I were playing the game memory. And I don't know if, if again, 1983, birth year, um, it was a game where you had the sets of cards down and they would have a matching, they would have a match. <laughs> and you would flip two cards over. And if you, if you matched a pair, then you'd take those off the game board. Um, and if you didn't, you'd start to have to remember the grid, right? So you could play. So I'm, I've got to be like, I don't know, seven years old, I, you know, young. Um, and I'm playing this game of memory with my dad and I start to get, you know, I'm competitive even at a young age. Like I want to win this game and very strategically. And now I know it was on purpose. My dad decides that he's going to get up and use the restroom. Okay. So he leaves, you know, our table where we're playing. And he goes to the bathroom, and seven-year-old me that really wants to win decides to sneak a peek. My dad's out of the room. I'm going to lift up a card, and I'm going to see, like, I'm essentially, there's, there's another word for it, cheating. All right, I'm going <laughs> to cheat. And little do I know that my dad was fake going to the restroom. Mm. But he was leaving the room to test me. This is a sick joke, everybody, okay? <laughs> I'm seven years old, and he's setting me up. And so he catches me in the act of cheating, mm. and he comes in, and he lets me know. He's like, you're cheating. No, I didn't. Now you're lying. <laughs> 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 it's like this, clearly I'm scarred for life 
But I felt so strongly like I have broken the trust of my dad, mm. like you, like my father, this person that like, no, I wanna like, I wanna please this person in my life. I, no, dad, I'm not a cheater, I'm not a liar. Mm. Oh my God, I cried. Like I just kind of like, you know, now you're feeling bad for me. But it was like, <laughs> it, yes, it was an evil, evil <laughs> setup, but um, it clearly has, has stayed with me this whole time. It became so important, it was almost like, my dad and I had this discussion after. He's like, don't you ever lie to me. Mm. Like, there's other, I know you want to win this game. You can win without cheating. Mm. And, like, believe it or not, it ended up being, like, this very just formative conversation, like, through the tears and through feeling like this terrible person. He was like, no, no, I just want you to know that you, you know, win without cheating, that you don't have to lie about it. Like, I, you know, I want you to pe- be this, like, honest person that lives with integrity and plays fair. So, you know, anybody listening out there with kids. (laughs) Um, But that, that, like, I am reminded of that, like, breaking the sacred trust of, like, a parent and just being, and and I was that kid that just, like, you know, didn't want to break that trust, that relationship, didn't want to break that down. So that was was a very teachable moment for me because clearly stayed with me. And another one that's more recent with a dear, dear friend of mine, um, who was going through something personally and and I had always you know seen this person as a as a confidant you know it was like I think you know you listening out there you can probably maybe just count on your hand like one or two people that it's like your first call like when you're really going through some stuff and it's like I can't tell anybody but I can I can call up so and so um you know I trust them I know they're gonna either tell me like it is or they're gonna walk me through it or just listen whatever whatever that is and so I had you know fully believed I had this relationship with this person and that it was reciprocal because like they were my go-to okay and come to find um that I was not theirs I was not their go-to so what I thought was maybe this like you know reciprocal best friend trust thing wasn't quite there and I remember really being in my own head about that and kind of feeling sorry for myself like well why am I like what happened um and it was then revealed to me by this friend who I hold dear um that the trust had been broken that they didn't really feel like I was the right person to receive that information at the time um and that was like so devastating for me to think that I had broken someone's trust and so immediately how I dealt with that is I you know I think I probably got defensive Mm. at first which is you know dangerous thing when those emotions are flying and and again I was too self-centered I was too centered in like how this is affecting me (laughs) and I think we've all been there and and instead I kind of had to unpack that and think like okay well and really learn and, and sort of ask like, okay, well, what, what led you to that conclusion? And then how can I create, correct that behavior? How can I repair this relationship so that that trust is restored and that I am your first call or one of your first two or whatever, mm-hmm. like that was really important to me. And I, and I think, you know, that, and, and we're good, like <laughs> <laughs> we're very close. 
And I think it was important for us to go through that. And it was important for me as someone who, you know, had, I guess, unknowingly broken a trust, um, that it was important to not be super defensive and just say, like, to step back and really think about, okay, well, what has been my behavior? How have I carried myself? And, and how did I let, you know, if I held, you know, if I was in the one or two slot, you know, how did I drop down a couple rungs? Like, you know, um, and I wanted to, I wanted to be better. I wanted to be a better friend. I wanted to restore that. And I think that takes a lot. It's, it's very humbling. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work and to not immediately, you know, think, you know, to get really defensive about it. And it could have easily turned like, oh, well, you know, fuck you. Like, you know, it could have gone there. It could have been like, all right, like, you know, I can't, you know, it could have exploded. Um, and really, at the, you know, at the end of the day, it was just like, okay, I was hurt by that truth being revealed to me. And I thought, okay, now what am I going to do with this information? Because I can either get defensive and get mad and make it about me, or I can just be like, all right, I've got some work to do. How important is this relationship? Right. And I want to be in that circle. I want to be that person for you. Right. So that's my most recent example. So that was some adulting hard. <laughs> that's amazing the way that you put that because it makes me think so much about the, again, when we go back into the times that we're living in right now, like it's, impos- it's impossible for us to have this conversation without the framework of the racial justice issues that we're dealing with, mm-hmm. the societal issues that we're dealing with around around equality yeah. and around anti-oppression yeah. right, and anti-racism and things like that. Um, because I feel like in this time period, a lot of people are going on the defensive. Mm-hmm. They're hearing that you know they've been a part of, of perpetrating this story and we think like no it couldn't have possibly been me that is is attributing to your situation it couldn't possibly be me that's attributing to your mind state or to the way that you're feeling degraded or or oppressed or or offended um but in those situations like it's not necessarily all about you it's about this person's experience that they're that they're they at least have enough love and respect for you and trust for you to be able to share Mm. that that reality with mm-hmm. you you know they can they can at least tell you how they're authentically feeling mm-hmm. um, so in those situations we have the ability to to or at least we have the opportunity to get defensive mm-hmm. and say no it's not me F you mm-hmm. or to say wait let me hear this person because I do have love for this person I do have trust for this person let me hear them out let me let me understand how I got to this point mm-hmm. where I'm I'm that I'm now fulfilling that role of the untrustworthy person mm-hmm. or of the person who you're letting me know that I've offended you mm-hmm. greatly because that's not my intention. My intention wasn't to to make you feel like I would leak your information or that I don't have any compassion or sympathy for your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, especially again now in this time frame where people are going to hear some hard truths mm-hmm. about the life that they've been leading or about the hurt that they've said to somebody, you know. Um, to be able to take that truth and uh, to not go on the defensive, right? Right. In those situations, because obviously there's sometimes a situation where somebody is scapegoating another person, you know, I'm, I'm going to unload on you because you're going to fill the role now of the person who I hate or whatever. Um, not to say that anybody has to be the punching bag for anybody, um, but 
I, I heard a, a term earlier, which is like hearing out somebody shout, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. if I'm venting, if I'm mad, if I'm, if I'm pissed off, right? It, it might not be a two-way street dialogue, right. you know? And if you're, if you're in that state, if you're pissed, if you're venting, if you're angry, I don't have to, to get defensive like you're doing that to me. I can just hear you out, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And if at the end of that conversation you're like, and I don't want to talk to you anymore, Mujib, then I have to be like, if I, if I have love for you, if I have compassion for your situation, then I can take that mm-hmm. and I can go and I can have faith and I can have trust that if we're meant to come back to each other, then we're going to do that. But if mm-hmm. we're not, then we're probably both going to be better off too. And as I said, in hindsight, we're going to start seeing the cracks in the foundation the whole time mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. versus this conversation that you have with this person where you show them how much love you do have for them. And you say, okay, I understand I'm not your number one or two anymore, but I, I still want to let you know that I do love you. And if you mm-hmm. do need somebody to go to, like I am here and, and, mm-hmm. and you give that, you open up that space and that opportunity to, to rebuild that trust. And, and also understanding that it took a certain level of trust for this person to even be able to share that with me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and took a certain level of courage because they didn't have to do that. And the more you can look at that as a favor to you, mm-hmm that they're actually giving you an opportunity for growth and for change rather than to get defensive. And this can certainly be applied to, to the other context as you see. Like if, if, if there's someone in your life that holds you in high, high enough esteem, trusts you enough, feels safe enough with you, feels vulnerable to be able to say, hey, Sarah, hey, Mujib, this is how you are perpetrating or affecting or whatever, you know, you are you are playing this role or here's how what you know your actions or inaction are affecting me mm-hmm. and they trust you enough to say that to you mm-hmm. there is some deep love right. there yeah. because if if there isn't you know in just my small example you know this person could have we could have had a conversation and they could have never given me that inroad or that insight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to you know what was really going on um, I, I could have kind of been oblivious to that fact, but no, it was said like, you know what? I, I trust has been lost. I did not trust you with this information, wow, wow. you know? Um, so again, like in, instead of like flipping the switch and, and getting angry or getting defensive or thinking like, well, well, why me? Why me? Or like, you know, can you, can you change it and say, wow, now I have this opportunity to you know have some insight into my being mm-hmm. i mean it can it can change totally change <laughs> everything for you if if you can just step back slow things down you know i, I used to see a great therapist and and really we, we were, it was all about slowing things down mm-hmm. <laughs> taking a breath you know taking inventory like okay you know sit with some of that information you know you don't sometimes sit with it, like hear it, replay it. Sometimes you don't have to have a retort or a reply. (laughs) Sometimes it's just like, okay, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that information that you've shared with me. Thank you. I'm going to sit with it for a little while. So there's, you know, there's a lot. I mean, just think about the ways that you can be thankful for those people in your life for trusting you enough to really go deep and be vulnerable and and share something with you because 
they may be thinking themselves like I might lose this person Mm -hmm. over this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if I tell them this that's some scary shit so you know be thankful that you get that opportunity to do better and be a better friend you know be a better person oh wow because that really makes me think of like those instances where we decide that somebody isn't worthy of that Mm. inner the workings you Mm -hmm. know like because I think about this situation as we're talking about this where because it automatically makes me think you know oh, I should open up to such and such and tell them why they broke my heart Mm. um and maybe that's my own personal growth to go through Mm -hmm. you know um but do I have, am I really trying to help that person? Am I really trying to bring that person along, you know? Mm. Um, and that, that for me is my own personal growth in this, in this, in this day and age, in this, on this topic mm-hmm. is, you know, has that person gained enough of my love? Have they retained enough of my trust mm. that I'm going to go out of my way to let them know? why they lost it in the first place you know right and i think that it's going to be situational right depending on who that person is how deep that person goes how deep the hurt was Mm -hmm. right um but i i think that's good food for thought for me at least as we discuss this and hopefully it's good food for thought for everybody else who's taking part of the conversation that you know when when are those those lines drawn that say you know, I am going to go over this line a little bit farther. Like this person, it's not an even 50-50. We're not doing a give and take. So I'm going to go a little bit farther. I'm going to give a little bit more of myself to this person, you know, um, and try to bring them along. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Is it not? Again, it's situational. Yeah. Um, for me, there are going to be some people that that I do, I do want to understand. I want you to understand why we're in this situation right yeah. now. Um, because I want to be constructive. I want to go forward. I, I do miss you or I do love you or I do want to retain our beautiful friendship that we've had to this point. Um, but we have to ask ourselves in these sorts of situations where we've made ourselves vulnerable and gotten hurt, um, am I really going to give you that, that sword again? Mm-hmm. Am I going to give that back? Am I going to open myself back up to you? Right. Like you, you showed me that you're going to bite me. Right. Am I still going to put my hand in your mouth? You know right, what I mean? That right. sort of idea. Yeah. Um, and it can give you some, it can give you some kind of like finality, you know, either it can, you know, maybe you're pleasantly surprised that they're actually like, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to do the work. No, I want to earn that back or, or, you know, no. And then you have your answer and then maybe you can walk away from that that much easier. Right. It doesn't, it's not just a hanging question mark. Um, I do want to, <laughs> I know so much stuff, we're right, all guys? Humans, you know, we're it's all like humans. what a crazy human experience that we're going through. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I feel like this comes up every week. If anything, you know, this is literally just we're like hashing out what it is to be human <laughs> at, at the core. I mean, we these conversations they're happening in real time. We're not in a bubble. Like this is a time of of, of massive social change and and upheaval and I used the word destabilization last time and 
um, you know, in, in the midst of a global pandemic. I mean, it's just like, yeah. And yet, you know, we're talking about very basic, yet very like out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's at, at its core, like these topics. Um, I want to sort of end on like a positive note, if right. you will. Yes, I love that. Um, and if we can sort of talk about sort of those positive qualities, like what, what does make that good relationship? Like what are the qualities and mm. characteristics of, you know, that trust building or, you know, like when it just, when it feels good. Cause I definitely, I do want to let, leave people on right. like a feel good. Right. Right. <laughs> and it, it reminds me of something that we said earlier, which is like, you know, when do, when do I soften myself mm. to let somebody into that, that, that circle of trust, if yeah. you will, you know, um, for me, a lot of it has to do with that authenticity, right? you know, like, like I understand that we all have varying levels of current life trauma we have varying levels of you know um like inherited trauma like i'm I'm gonna treat people the way that my my for my predecessors were treated for the most part like if again if the dog's gonna bite i'm gonna know it's gonna bite that sort of idea um but there are there are these realities that let us know that you know this person that's presenting themselves is actually presenting their, they're the same person every single time they walk through the door. Mm-hmm. You know, every, <clears throat> every time that I meet this person, they're still uncovering a different part of themselves. They're not, they might be holding back because I understand that we all hold back as we learn and we know and we grow together. But every single time that I interact with them, they're really just, they're, they're, they're engaging with me. We're, we're having that good feedback and that good back and forth conversation and to me um, those can be kind of those biggest signs that wow this is a this is a person who is accepting me or this is a community who is accepting me exactly as I am Mm. every single time that I show up you know I'm I myself am not showing up with any fakeness or any any deceit in my heart and they're accepting me as my honest authentic self I'm not Mm -hmm. having to damp myself down I can be vulnerable and then I can see that vulnerability um, cared for mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so for me that's a lot of what's going to build like the strongest relationships that I've ever been in are those relationships where where I can be vulnerable and the person can be vulnerable with me and mm-hmm. I'm going to hold their vulnerability and I'm going to honor it and, and I'm going to see that they're doing them. the same thing yeah exactly yeah, never exactly. use it against them yeah, I no, would never Never, ever, ever, and yeah. and you know you see, well, yeah. Again, we're saying on the positive, <laughs> so there's no, there's no necessarily, there's no need to really talk about those situations. But, um, but I do actually because it is another one of those signs. It's like I want you to take my secret. Like if it, if I'm in a rela- romantic relationship, you're gonna take my pillow talk, and you're gonna hold that sacred between mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna throw it out when we're making jokes as friends in a community and jab me with something. Right that is actually between you and I, right. you know? And, 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 and when we can have those situations where somebody's gonna take that vulnerable expression and hold that and vault it or do the very things that lets me know that like, this person really does have my best interests in mind, mm-hmm. not just in the sense that they are only thinking of me, but they have my best interests in mind in how can we grow this community to 
become greater, to become stronger? Can everybody in this community be stronger? Yeah. You know, and that for me is like the gold. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm realizing like we've gotten so far in this conversation without even talking about our professions, <laughs> really, which <laughs> is fitness. And I just want to like obviously just only scratch the surface here. But when you think about it, when you think about, you know, Mujib, you do small group training, personal training, things like that. <clears throat> Myself, you know, mostly larger group stuff. But there has to be that trust in the person that you are hiring, paying for their expertise, especially in a situation, you know, that we're in when it comes to, you know, we might be, you know, when I work with Mujib, like we're throwing around some heavy stuff, you know. There, I have to be able to trust him, you, um, with your experience and your knowledge and that you're not going to put me in a dangerous position, you know, um, and so I think that's part of it too. So what's been really interesting as this relationship evolves is, you know, we, you know, we have, we get together, we have conversations. I mean, we, we get like an hour's worth of, of recording and there's like three hours worth of conversation <laughs> that's happened on the before and the after, just so you guys know. So there's like that that's developing. And then you know, I get to train with you once a week and, and I do like, I have that full sense of trust. Like when, when I'm literally laying on the ground with a, you know, kettlebell over my head that I've trusted this, the, the knowledge and this teacher, like, nope, he's shown me the path. Like I trust the information that he's giving me and I trust myself that I can execute on that information that I'm strong enough that I've, you know, I've got the reflexes or I've got the skill, whatever. So you know, to, to kind of take it down a slightly other path, I think that's, like, important, too. So you look for, again, like, you know, experience tells me one thing. You know, every experience that we have, it's just like, okay, yep, nope, that went well, that went well. I'm getting, like, the positive, <laughs> like, reinforcement out of that relationship. You know, every conversation that we have that we're able to build off of. And and so it's, you know, it, it becomes sort of that, like, accumulation of 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 good vibes, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and positive outcomes, yeah. you know, that sort of, it's like, okay, yeah, if, 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 you know, one day, you know, if you put that 75 pound kettlebell in front of me and you tell me like, all right, <laughs> you're going to swing it yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it because, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've built that foundation. We talked a little bit about building this foundation and, and it, it does, it takes time. It takes patience. It's, you know, anything that you really care about has to be nurtured. Any relationship that you care about has to be nurtured, whether it's in business or it's a friendship or it's a romantic relationship. Like, you've got to tend to that relationship. So, you know, if tend to your relationships, right? Um, you know, maybe after you listen to this podcast, like, just go, you know, tell that person you love them or tell them you hold them dear. Or maybe pick up the phone, have that tough conversation that you've been, you know, scared to have. Um, you know, go there with somebody and it can, you know, it can, trust is an amazing thing. It's sacred. It's important. And, and, you know, it can be broken. It can be repaired. I just, I challenge everybody to really like, think about that. Think about what's important to you and how, and, and, um, you know, how you can do better and how you can lift others up to, to be better. I think that's what it's about too. And you mm-hmm. talk about sort of community. It's about lifting one another up and, and challenging each other to just to, to, to be better. Um, and that's all this is. Like, we're not doing this to tear anybody down. That's not what this is about. If anything, we're like, let's come together. Let's support. Let's, like, share the mic. Let's give voice to, to whatever these topics and how we're feeling. And, and this is this, the tr- truly the end goal is to support, exactly. you know. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, and that, that's where the trust comes in, too, because we trust that we have that same end goal in mind. Yeah. You know, that, that this is an uplifting relationship, yeah. that we both are equally trying to uplift each other, uplift the whole community. Yeah. Um, and again, that, that is the foundation for, for trust that I have going forward, is that, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep my standard high. Yeah. And I'm going to hold myself to a high standard when I'm with you, and I'm going to also expect a high standard from how you're going to treat me. Yeah. And if we can both do that for each other, then we're, we're as a community, as two people, as a, a relationship that we're holding here, we're going to elevate our own bar for what we're trying to go for mm -hmm. together. Yep. And it's not at the expense of one person over the other. It's not at the demise of one person over the other but we're 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 going in the same direction with the same purpose and we're about uplifting each other and that is that can be the foundation for trust that can yeah. be the the also it can be the the catalyst for trust and it can also be the thing that nurtures the trust the most that we're going to keep on showing up as those two people with that in mind love it Teamwork makes the dream work, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will leave you guys there. This has been another fantastic episode of Let's Get To It. My name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>